my background real quick. I was uh, flying special ops helicopters uh, for the Air Force for ASOC. And on 9-11, we were on a joint exercise in Hungary. So I got the 160th, all the Army assets out there, our assets and everything. And so we're in Hungary, and we're just kicking off, getting ready to go. And it uh, comes over the radio that an airplane had hit the first tower. And everybody's like, is this part of the exercise? And then, of course, you know, about 20 minutes later, the, the other tower gets hit. And everybody's like, holy shit, this is... This is real. So we still had C5s on the ramp that were unloading all the little birds uh, wow. from the 160th. And we're sitting out on the ramp, and they start loading the birds back into the, the C5s. Like, they got to go home because I mean, we're at war. We've been attacked. Um, so they hustle back. The next morning, we're flying across Europe. Uh, I was actually out of Mildenhall in England. And so we're flying this flight of six Pavlo helicopters, these big, huge special ops helicopters. And everybody forgets. The world shut down on 9-11. There was nothing flying in America and Europe. So we're the only thing in the air flying across Europe that next day, driving back to get to the house in Mildenhall. And wow. that's where that's where it all started off. And then a few months later, we were in uh, Afghanistan doing what we do. So, I mean, obviously you've trained for real-world missions for combat, but was this your first kind of real-world deployment, per se? No, actually, I'm, I'm an old guy. I, I was in Dead Storm. Wow. Uh, in fact, back then, I was flying Apaches in the Army. Wow. And, uh, you know, that was that was that was great. I mean, if you're going to go to war, that's the way to do it. A 100-hour war, just go kick the shit out of anything that moves and then, you know, get out of there. It's what we, uh, it was a good deal. But, I mean, back then, I was the, the youngest Apache aircraft commander in the whole theater, just a, a kid, and I'm like, this is the best job ever. We're out there flying around. I'm looking for people to throw a harsh word at me kind of stuff. I mean, you feel pretty good. So the combat piece wasn't, wasn't that big a deal. It's like, holy shit, this is real. I'd already been through that whole thing. And so then you get attacked again. Obviously, the, the shock of like somebody actually punched us right in the nose in America. And, uh, and then it was personal at that point. It was personal. I remember um, I was in language school during 9-11 at DLI in Monterey, California. Another story. But there are a few key experiences, I think, in people's lives, maybe a few key missions, a few key experiences that maybe shape you. And I've heard bits and pieces of this story, but tell us the story about when you were in Afghanistan with everything that went down on the mission that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So, you know, shortly after 9-11, we end up in Afghanistan and um, there was a night, a day where uh, President Karzai happened to be down in Kandahar. For and he was those the acting president He at was the, the time. president. Yeah, we'd established that he was going to be the president of Afghanistan while we figured out what we were going to do with Taliban and all those things. So <clears throat> it was a pretty big deal. He'd only been in office for a couple months. and Not only a couple, this is still a couple months after uh, 9-11. Oh, yeah. Every, everything is fragile. Everything's in the balance here. Trying to figure out how we're going to manage this and try to keep things moving, figure out who's on what side. And we had, I mean, we had real world ops going on all over the country. Right. And uh, we were there, we were down in Kandahar and Karzai happened to be in Kandahar that night. He lives up in Kabul, but he was down at a wedding hmm. and uh, we were getting ready for a, a real world op. We were about to take a bunch of Rangers over to the, the border, the uh, Iraq Iran border. And so we're getting ready and over the radio, there's been an assassination attempt on Karzai one of, at the time, his PSDs were SEALs, and one of his SEALs had been shot in the head, and we needed to go get him. I'm like, holy shit. So I turned to all the Rangers, and like, sorry, guys, uh, this mission's not going tonight for you, but so uh, we send out to the to helicopters, send the crew, hey, go get the helicopters ready to go, because we're going right now, almost wow. like an EMS mission, and we got a lat long. We looked at the satellite, the image, almost like Google Earth, 
like, okay, where can we land in Kandahar? Because we had no intention of landing in Kandahar. So this is an impromptu, like on Just the like fly. That. You Go. had a mission. You were dropping some yep. rangers off and immediately had to switch focus yep. to uh, uh, another landing zone, another mission, another everything. A completely different mission. So the the seals, the, the rangers come off. I get a medic team. And then we kept those rangers to go on uh, another helicopter. So we sent a flight of two. Uh, we look at a map. We look, that looks big enough for a, a Pavlo at the time. Now, Pavlo is 92 feet long, 50,000 pounds, 23 feet high. It is wow. a big helicopter. Wow. Like, I think you can put a helicopter in here. And so we launch. So we're launched, and it's not far from the airport to Kandahar. So we're flying in over Kandahar at night, cruising in, and uh, I'm flying along, and I'm a flight of two. I'm in lead, and two's out my right door. And I'll never forget, there's a tower comes right by the helicopter down the left side. We're like, holy shit. If my wingman had been on the left side, it would have wiped him out. So we fly into Kandahar and we're flying. I'm like, okay, I think we're going. They're shooting at us. And your mission at this point is to pick up this wounded Navy just SEAL. Just get the SEAL. Who get was the a security SEAL. detail for President Karzai. Exactly, exactly. And you just have grid coordinates. You have a lat long and that's where we're going. Yep, going to this wow. lat long. So okay. I'm flying in. And I'm looking for this place to land. It's at night. It's, you know, it's Kandahar. And uh, I'm like, okay, that looks about it. So I'm shooting the approach, coming in. We had a big helicopter slow. People are shooting at us and shit. And like, this is crazy. Shooting this approach. You guys were turning fire? No, not at this point. Not at this point. Because they were, they were missing and it wasn't just kind of shooting Small at the arms. noise. We're all lights out. Nobody can see us. Got it. They just hear this what, big loud What helicopter. elevation are you at that uh, point? About 100 feet over the everything, 50 to 100 feet. But I'm shooting this approach. I'm like... Uh, that's not it. So I got to do a go around and my wingman's, he's on the side of me. So we got these two big helicopters and I'm like, fuck it. We're going, going to zeros, flying to the lat long. I don't care. And we'll see what happens. So we start our approach Damn. and I'm like, it's not there. It's not there. There's What's nothing not here. There? The point we're a place to land. Got it. It's not there. I'm at the countdown point three, point two. And all of a sudden dude, there it is. We, it's a backyard surrounded by these trees and it's a, dirt patch of just nothing i'm like here we go so we shoot this approach come straight over the top and down now fifty thousand pound helicopter to a pile of dirt makes a pretty colorful approach but when you said here we go you had you took a mental assessment of i'm pretty sure i could land this there it was a, a educated guess yeah, or was it a yeah, pure I mean, just... no 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 okay. i mean all that training you know yeah. how big is this helicopter right. so it went through we your head you calculated i'm confident i could land this here Absolutely. Okay. And, you know, and when we look back on the mission, you're like, wow, all the training we done had culminated in wow. this one exercise, this wow. one real world thing. Was, you don't really think about it. You know, you're doing all these different tasks and training and everything. It all came together. No time to practice. Let's go. Show me and what you got. Real quick, your wingman, how... how are you guys communicating just constantly, or is he just following your lead? Or he's what's pretty the communication much, he's pretty much there? just following me. We, we, we obviously we're, we're comms. Right. So as we're coming in there, about that time, the C-130 gunship shows up, and then right after that, two F-18s show up. So we got this guerrilla package now to go get this seal. Wow. So we shoot this approach. We come down, total brownout. We land, boom, down. We're good. My wingman stays above to get these rangers sick as dogs. He's just flying around, <laughs> and uh, the medics go out the back of the helicopter. So I'm sitting there. There's no room for two helicopters. So I'm just sitting there. I got the, and the Pavlo, pilot, pilot, flight engineer, uh, another flight engineer who's a gunner, a gunner, and a gunner on the tail. Mini guns in the doors, 50 cal on the tail. So we're just sitting there running, blades are turning. And about that time, the helicopter starts to get surrounded. All these people are pouring in and 
Dude, they have and weapons. And your team left. So your My te- team's the, gone. The, 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 were they PJs? No, these are these all Rangers. These are Ranger medics. Okay. Um, so they had a medic team. So we're sitting there and I got guys with guns. I have no idea what their intentions are. They're just outside the disc. And I got a oh, minigun. Shit. They're mostly from about 11 o'clock to about 4 o'clock. And I'll never forget, uh, Ron Durr's in my right door. I said, Ron, don't shoot anyone. I'm like, dude, because a minigun, holy crap. You're going mean, to go through everything. That's that six, house, the, the next oh, house, the well, next it's, house. It's six, the carnage. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, just chill. We'll just chill here. I mean, all you have to do is roll a grenade or an RPG, and our night would have been over. Um, so we're sitting there. They're like, okay, okay, you know, a ranger's above, you know. Where were you other sitting helicopter. at that point? Just, I was in the right seat, you know, so there. I'm looking. I can see the whole thing. And I'm like, dude, what am I going to get out my Beretta here to take these guys out? Were you so, nervous? I had a minigun in the door. So I'm like, yeah, if I go, I go, but we're not going down without a fight. Damn. So we're sitting there. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Where the hell are these guys? Where the hell are these guys? And next thing you know, Brad Parker on the tail, he says, all right, they just brought the seal on. I'm like, great. How'd they bring him on? Did they wheel him on or the stretcher? Like, no, he walked on. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He walked, a seal just got shot in the head, walked on our helicopter. He's like, yeah. I was like, we'll talk about this later. We got to go. <laughs> so we blast off out What's of there. What's the entire time you were on the ground? 23 minutes. A lo- that's a long time when you're sitting there running and you got people with guns and you're like, you have no idea what their intentions are. And you're like, we, this could be it. This is a, might be our last night. But again, we're doing what we do get on the helicopter. We blast off straight up. My wingman comes around. He's got to drop the rangers off because they're like, hey, drop off those rangers and then go get Karzai. So, I, so he takes three attempts to land this thing because it's just a horrible dirt mess. Does a great approach, lands in, the rangers off. I'm flying back to the airport so we can drop off this seal at an ambulance. We drop him off. They're like, all right, go back in and get Karzai. Jeez. And we're like, okay, where do you want us to land? Like, Go land at this soccer field. I'm like, where was this soccer field, you know, an hour ago? Uh, <laughs> so we blast off. My wingman finally gets back to us because he dropped off the Rangers. And the Rangers moved to go secure Karzai. And then they all moved to the Ron, soccer field. Rendezvous at the soccer field. Soccer field. So we land. We're coming in the soccer field. And I'll <clears> never forget. God bless. I, someday I hope to meet this poor Ranger. They put a, a Ranger on the end of the soccer field. Now it's a dirt soccer field. No grass in Kandahar. So he's at the end of the soccer field. It's in a stadium almost. And I'm shooting my approach. And this poor kid's on one knee doing his ranger, you know, on a knee. And he's got this little strobe light and he's got it on his head. Like, I can't find the soccer field. That Somebody said, hey, go mark a LZ for the helicopter. <laughs> so I land this 50,000 pound helicopter into this dirt rock field. That poor kid, we kicked the shit out of that poor kid. <laughs> so we land. Karzai shows up. He's got his team. And he gets on our helicopter. The rangers that went to pick him up get on my wingman's helicopter because he can fit two in the soccer field. We get there. So I tell Brad, my tail gunner, I said, so Karzai's on. Everything's good. We're about to take off. And I said, hey, Brad, I got a flag in my helmet bag and a Sharpie. And he's like, okay, get it and see if Karzai will sign it. Now, wow. remember, this is the back of the helicopter. It's dark. It's oily, crappy and everything. It's, this is not a luxury flight. And <laughs> Karzai's just sitting there and... Uh, Brad asked Karzai, President Karzai, hey, will you sign this? And God bless President Karzai. He's like, you know, he just had assassination attempt, all this crazy crap's going on. He signs the flag, you know, and they put it back in my bag. So we hustle back to the airport. There's a AFSOC C-130 sitting there waiting for Karzai, transload him to the uh, airplane, the C-130, and they fly him up to Kabul. I'll finish up with this. 
So after night, we're debriefing, high fives, hey, good mission. Everybody's, everybody did everything they were supposed to do. It was 100% success. Walking around our compound, I look up. There's this dude. He's in his 5'11s, you know, the whole thing, the vest. He's got his head bandaged, and he and is covered sick. from head oh. to toe on blood. It is, he is one big bloody mess all on one side. And that is the Navy SEAL that we had picked up. It had just grazed him, bled like a stuck pig, but he was a mess. Did you and, talk with him? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing night. And I mean, hats off to the SEALs doing their job, but it was a culmination of everybody, all the experiences, flying at night, I mean, tight LZs, um, discipline on all our shooting, all the things that we needed to do, it all came together. Because if we'd have crashed or killed Karzai, uh, at that been, time, that'd have been CNN. Well, who knows what would have happened in the world? So right. again, we always talk about making a difference. At least that night, we felt like we made a difference. So on the fly, you switched missions. You saved a U.S. You saved the U.S. guy, and you saved the president. Dude, that president seal Carson. probably could have walked home. He probably <laughs> he's a big stud. 